to the Places We Travel podcast with Dewan and Crystal, where we're going to be sharing our family-friendly tips, advice, and stories from our travels. Hey guys, welcome back to the Places We Travel podcast. For this Travel Tuesday, I'm going to be discussing gift ideas for the traveler in your life and tips for traveling with kids over the holidays. So whether you're just traveling a couple hours away to visit grandma and grandpa or hopping on a plane and jetting to another state during the holidays that can get a little hectic when you have kids in tow and presents. Presents, that's that's always the big problem when you're traveling, right guys? Like if you have to travel and you want to make sure Santa gifts are under the tree and presents from you, but yet you want to keep it all within that one suitcase that you can pay to check on the airplane so it makes it a a little hectic so anyways we're going to talk about all of those tips so welcome back unfortunately this week we're not going to have my co-host crystal on so you're just going to be listening to me i hope that's okay but next week um after the holidays we will be back together sharing our new year's resolutions as far as travel so let's dig right in first let's talk about those gifts for travelers I have a few gadgets that I absolutely just love and they're pretty inexpensive and perfect for that traveler in your life. They can double as a stocking stuffer or just a small gift that you can wrap up and put under your tree or even stick inside a gift basket for that traveler. I was recently sent the My Charge wireless portable power charger in the mail to review and I absolutely love it. So I personally use iPhones. I'm not really sure about which Samsung Android phones that it works on but I know several versions now allow the wireless charging. If you can put your phone on a wireless dock and it just charges it then it will work with this. But I know on iPhones it's the iPhone 8 and newer work with the wireless charging and I personally have the iPhone X so it works so well and i use a wireless dock at night on my nightstand to charge my phone so i don't have cords readily available to me anymore i always forget them and that's the one thing that when i'm traveling i always have to remember to pack is a usb cord for me to plug my phone in when i'm away because i don't pack my whole dock you know like no traveler is usually going to do that i'm not going to plug in my dock at a hotel or at an airport when i need to get some more juice So with my old power banks, I would always have to bring along an extra cord and sometimes they were really long and it was just one extra thing in my backpack, especially when I was charging my phone while we're out sightseeing, whether it was hiking in the Grand Canyon and I ran out of juice to take photos or at Disney World and I'm trying to snap every photo and do some live videos. It was just very essential that I had a power bank. With this new MyCharge wireless power bank, I'm able to just lay my phone up against it. I do not have to have any extra cords. I charge up the power bank before I head out um, or even before my trip. It's lasted. Sometimes when I'm gone for several days, I might recharge it at night, but I can just lay my phone up against it so I can hold it in my hand with my phone, with it up against the back of my phone, or I can just sit it in my bag together with them side by side and it actually will set and charge my phone. It's amazing. It also has two ports for two extra USBs, which is great because let's say you're out somewhere and you want to charge up your iPad and you want to charge your phone, or maybe you want to charge your phone with the wireless, 
but you also want to charge your spouse's phone or your teenager's phone. It can do that, which is so great. It's not There's not a lot of power banks that are reasonably priced that you can charge multiple devices at a time, and this one you can. So I love that it is small enough to fit in a stocking or you can just wrap it up and give it to the traveler in your life. And honestly, this gift idea is great for everyone. Everyone uses smartphones. <laughs> everyone runs out of charge. So it's not even just for the travelers, but travelers especially, those that are using their phones as cameras to capture those moments. It's extra important that they have plenty of charge. So that's at the top of my list for travelers this season. The next thing is, and this has been on my list every year for several years, and it's really funny because every time I go to like a conference or if I'm on a group trip with other travelers and I'm using it, I cannot begin to tell you how many actually asked to borrow this <laughs> because they love it and it seems so silly. It is a selfie ring light. I know what how it sounds. I have actually never even used it for taking a selfie, <laughs> but it clips on your phone. It is a ring light. It goes right around the camera on your phone. You can get them on Amazon for like 10 bucks. They're so inexpensive. You can get them everywhere. I think even Five Below has them if you have a Five Below store local to you. I put these in my kids' stockings for Christmas like two years ago, so we all have them. But what I will tell you I use it the most for is sometimes I won't even clip it on my phone when I'm taking a photo. I will actually hold the light up while I'm taking a photo with one hand on my phone. I will hold the light and angle it with my other hand at like whatever I'm needing extra light. When we went on our cruise last year, I used the selfie light every single night at dinner. <laughs> because yes, I'm one of those who is taking photos of every single one of my meals and the pretty desserts. So I don't necessarily always whip out the DSLR camera in the middle of a restaurant and get all crazy. But if I have my phone right there, I just want to snap a quick photo, whether it's for my Instagram stories or maybe I'm writing an article on the travel site about, you know, the best restaurants in a city or what, what to eat at this restaurant. And I would like to show some photos of what how my food was presented to me. It's so much different when you go to a website or you get the press images when you're writing a travel story and the food doesn't really even look like that, right? Like that's staged food. So I love to show what I'm actually being served. And I know a lot of people take photos of their food that are not even travel writers, but travelers, especially when they're documenting their trip, a lot of times want to capture that. And this ring light is so useful because a lot of restaurants, especially formal dining restaurants in the evenings, they're darker. The lighting sucks for photography. It just does. I mean, it might be a beautiful atmosphere. You got your candlelight dinners, but if you want to take a picture of that food, it's just not going to look appetizing. So the selfie light comes in handy and I use it all the time. I also have used it when I'm taking a picture. We went to a Christmas festival and the kids were standing next to something and I needed just a little bit more light on them and I don't normally use the flash on my camera. But this ring light just worked and I can sometimes hold it up in the air like over them so the light's coming from ahead. I mean, I'm just, I can't even begin to explain how much I use this $10 light and it's rechargeable. So some of the selfie ring lights come with where you have to put batteries and replace the batteries. I did not personally buy that one. 
Uh, mine, you just plug it into a little USB. So again, you could use your MyCharge to charge up your ring light. And I rarely, rarely charge this light. Like, let me just tell you, I will charge it maybe before my next trip, but it, it holds power for months. Like, I'm not even kidding. Just because you're turning it off, you know, you're only using it when you need to, and then you just click the little button. My selfie ring light actually has, I wanna say three different settings, light settings of brightness levels. And so many people are like, oh, I never really thought about that because I don't take a lot of selfies and it's called a selfie ring light. But every time I've been at a travel conference or on a press trip with other media, they see me using it to take photos of our food. They're always like, ooh, can I borrow that? Or can you shine that over here really quick so I can capture my photos? So it's really funny, but it's the simplest little gift. And like I said, 10 bucks, great stocking stuffer, or throw it in a gift bag with some other items. They will use it. The next item on my list for travelers is kind of a fun little gift, and it's another inexpensive item, and that would be either the tile or the cube. You've probably seen commercials of these, but they're little squares, and they're like keychains and you can track them through Bluetooth. So usually an app on your phone. And some of the commercials I've seen show people putting them on their keys. So if they lose their keys, they can track it and find their keys. But it comes in really handy on backpacks. So if you're gonna travel somewhere that you think that you might misplace something or just in case, whether it's from theft or just losing it, you can then track the cube or the tile to find out where it is. And I think you can find these for around $20 and they're pretty neat. It might even be a good gift for a child to use on their bag when you're out traveling and sightseeing just in case they leave something laying somewhere, you can easily find it. Now the next item on my list list is a little bit more pricey. This would not be a stocking stuffer. This would be something that you would either buy for yourself for the holiday season or maybe for your spouse. I highly recommend if you do videos, I recommend a stabilizer. This was something we invested in a couple of years ago and it has been used on every single one of our trips. Our stabilizer gimbal you hold it in your hand. It's not really a tripod, so it doesn't extend. It's not a selfie stick. It is only to hold and record. And we use ours with our GoPro, but they also make them for smartphones. And nowadays the cameras are so amazing on the iPhones and the Samsons that it's like, if you're taking videos or you're just breaking into videos or you're simply just traveling with your family and you want to video document just make home movies, right? Like we did that so much in my childhood and this is perfect for that. So I would recommend for the smartphone because that's what everyone's using. It makes a world of difference on your videos. When we went to White Sands, New Mexico, we're walking around, we're walking on those sand dunes. And of course I wanted to capture really cute videos of the kids sledding down the sand dunes. I wanted to document us walking up it. I wanted to show the gorgeous landscape and the views. We even watched the sunset. We went on a walking tour of the sunset and it was just so beautiful. We wanted to capture that. Well, when you're walking around in sand, your feet are sinking, you're uneven. If you're just holding a regular camera or iPhone and you're recording, it's gonna look really bouncy. With the stabilizer, it actually holds your camera straight even when you're not. It is so worth the investment. And you can get them for a couple hundred bucks at Best Buy, on Amazon, there's several different brands. You know, it's just you do your research for what's gonna work best for your device. 
I remember in my childhood, my grandfather always was recording home movies and my parents did as well. And they quickly learned that if they wanted home movies that were of any sort of quality, that they would do it themselves. And it became a almost like a joke in the family we laughed about. Like if you watched home movies made by grandpa, then you were going to get sick. <laughs> it gave you motion sickness watching it. His, and this was back in the days when they had the VHS recorders. I mean, these things were so big. You like had to stabilize it on your own shoulder. Like you, <laughs> you rested it there to help hold. I mean, we would be watching these movies and the, I mean, it was just be all over the place. Like it was never stable. It was never smooth. It was just everywhere. Sometimes we would see his shoes. We'd see the sky. Like he just had it going and just moving all around. And it just would always be moving really fast as well. So sometimes you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't even keep up. Like, can we just please slow this down? <laughs> That's where the stabilizer comes in handy nowadays. It's just great. Like even when you think that you're being smooth and steady, it's so much different. Now let's dig into the second topic, traveling over the holidays with kids. So my biggest struggle whenever I used to travel with my kids when they were little was the presents, how to get them there, how to get them home, and so forth. And so much has changed since then. Now there are so many more options, such as if you're traveling on a vacation over the holidays, so not to see family, but maybe to go stay at a resort, most of them will actually offer the option of you having package delivered right to the resort. You just have it put to the resort address and put your name on it. If you call them and you ask, they're usually very friendly and helpful so you can just have your gifts ordered directly from Amazon or wherever you're shopping and just sent straight to your destination. And this helps eliminate having to pay to check them on the airplane or deal with the, you know, more packages in the vehicle that your kids might actually sneak a peek. Now coming home with those packages. <laughs> There's a few different options. Again, a lot of resorts are very helpful with mailing these packages for you. Most resorts will either have like a mail center within them or they know where one is that's nearby and you can box up those packages and just send them back home. What I do recommend though, if you are mailing package either to your destination or back home, or maybe even from families, maybe you went to visit family and they gave so many gifts and it's just too much to fit in your suitcase and paying that extra $30 for an additional bag or $50, depending on which airline you're flying with is just outrageous and you can't really carry it on. The one thing I recommend is pick which items are the most valuable to keep on you and which ones you don't mind shipping. Let the kids pick their favorite or if it's something expensive such as my best friend flew to visit family in Michigan from Texas a couple of years ago and one of the gifts that she got her daughter was a brand new iPhone. So that item of course did not get shipped. It went in her bag. She snuck it to Michigan and then when her daughter got it of course she just carried it back home with her. So something that's valuable like that I wouldn't take the risk of it being lost with suitcase just in case you never know or getting lost or damaged in the mail. Sometimes, and what I've done in the past is, maybe you put the gifts back in your suitcase to carry home and you ship home your clothes. <laughs> Cause like, who cares, right? Like that's not that important. Another option is having your Christmas a little early with your immediate family and then just celebrating your extended family while you're away. So even if it's Christmas, like 
do Christmas early. It doesn't have to be on the 25th when it's just your personal family with your kids. And that makes things a little bit less stressful. Now the next topic besides presents is traveling with kids and dealing with illnesses. The number one thing is motion sickness, how to avoid motion sickness. And one of my good friends, Dr. Tanya Altman, and she has an online blog, drtanya.com, and you can find her on social media as Dr. Tanya Altman, and she's always sharing her tips. She's a pediatrician and a parenting expert, and she has so many great tips for traveling with kids over the holidays. And a couple of those things were dealing with motion sickness. So my son deals with this. Neither one of my daughters did, so this was a new thing for us to have to handle because we take a lot of long-distance road trips. And one thing that we've learned is he cannot look down for extended periods of time. Most of the time you are loading up the car for that road trip and you're trying to find everything to occupy the children. So that's when you pull out those electronics and you got the handheld games and you've got the movies and all the things that can keep them from saying, are we there yet every other hour? However, those same things that might help prevent boredom and keep your car quiet can also trigger those motion sickness. And it's Kind of like you got to pick your battles, right? Like, do we want to listen to kids complain about, are you there yet? Or do you want to deal with vomiting? (laughs) So what we uh, try to find to do is like car games. So keep something that gets them looking forward or looking out the window. So maybe the I Spy games. A couple of our favorites are the ABC game. So you have to find the letters of the alphabet in order. So first you look for A and then you look for B and you can't bank letters, meaning you can't pass a sign that says exit and bank the X because you know it's going to be hard to find when it comes to the next, you know, X or or a Q. Everybody in the car plays it and we have so much fun. I mean, we look at license plates, we look at street signs, we look at billboards, and that gets the kids looking around and keeping their head up, which helps prevent motion sickness. Another thing is since we have a large family and there's two rows of seats in our vehicle, the one who gets motion sickness the most gets to sit closest to the front. That helps. The feathers back in the vehicle sometimes makes it a little worse. And another little trick with nausea is lemons. Smelling lemon scent and sipping water with lemon. For whatever reason, lemon sometimes helps. If you know that you might deal with motion sickness, go ahead and bring maybe some over-the-counter Dramamine. Also pack up any kind of allergy medicine. Don't forget refills on medications. My daughter takes medicine every day for various things and so we have to always make sure we count out how many pills we have and that we're prepared before we travel. That concludes this week's Travel Tuesday, the Places We Travel podcast. I hope that these gift ideas that I shared inspire you to buy for the traveler in your life or maybe even for yourself because you need all of those things. (laughs) And I hope that you find the tips for traveling with kids useful. Don't forget to join us back on Tuesdays. Right after the holidays, we are going to be discussing discussing our New Year's resolutions for travel. So plans for the new year and what kind of resolutions we have as far as our travel habits. Thank you for tuning in to the Places We Travel podcast. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, please remember to subscribe. And if you're listening to this in a blog post, then head over to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast.